Welcome, 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 welcome to the RIP 28 podcast. The RIP 28 podcast. This is a spot where a couple of brothers can get together, talk about a few issues going on in our community, have a little bit of fun, and just keep talking about stuff that some people want to talk about, some people don't care to talk about, but we're going to talk about it anyway. All right, I am your host. I am your host, Sly Williams. They call me Sly the Sports Guy, but I am joined by a couple of my dear friends. A couple of my dear friends will start off in the top right, the top, I'm sorry, the top left corner over there, Mr. LBZ, LeBron, the educator's educator. What's going on, brother? What's going on, man? It's BZ the Great, the educator's educator, here for another great show with the RIP 28 podcast. You know how we do. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to go in the other corner, in the other corner down there. The Salt Man himself. What's going on, Mr. Salt? What's going on, family? It's your man Salt. Ready to chop it up with the fellas. Always remember, love conquers all. Let's get it. Let's get it. Now, now, we got a special, a special guest, a special guest here on the RIP 28 podcast. Today, we want to talk about something that's going on and affecting us because, hey, we're all black men, so we want to talk about something that's not really talked about with a lot of black men today, and that's your mental health. You know, how are you doing mentally? What's going on inside your head? So what we do, we decided if we talk about it, you know, we're just going to talk shit to each other and laugh or whatever. So why not? Let's get a professional. Let's get a professional. Let's get Columbia, Columbia South Carolina's very own, very own, uh, a graduate of the great Eau Claire High School, also Benedict College, your therapist, therapist, you know, the, the founder, the, the CEO and the founder of, I'm sorry, of Ford Counseling and Consultant, Mr. J. Zachary Little. How you doing, Mr. Little? Oh, wait, wait. esteemed author, award-winning <laughs> author, J. Zachary Little. I feel good, man. What's up, Jay? What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? I feel good to be here. Uh, good to see y'all. Uh, drop the nuggets and uh, ready to do it, man. Ready to do it. All right, all right, man. We're glad to have you here, Jay. Um, just just so we can learn some new things about ourselves, learn some things that'll make us go well, make us make us be all right. You know, be all right mentally. But before we get into that, man, we love to have viewer feedback. We love to have people tell us about ourselves, tell us everything that's going on. Man, we can be contacted in a variety of ways. You can hit us on Twitter at the RIP28 Podcast. On Facebook, we're RIP28. Instagram, RIP28 Podcast. Those of you watching on YouTube, those of you watching on SoundCloud, you know, if you are watching on YouTube, make sure you follow. Make, make sure you subscribe to all of, our, all of our different sites and all our different avenues and ways of listening to us, we would definitely appreciate it. And speaking of appreciate it, another thing we would also like to appreciate, hey, we can be brought. I'm not going to lie to you. We can be brought. So we're looking for people who want to sponsor, who want to post your ad here, post your business here. Make sure you reach out to one of us. Reach out to us on email, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, however you want to do it. Reach out to us. And so we'll make sure we can get your ads on our airways. But what we're here for, we're here to talk to a, a, a licensed therapist, 
um, a, a licensed counselor because let's be honest, man, we as black folk, man, we got some issues. We got some things going on that we need to talk about, get out on the table. But a lot of us, you know, we're fighting the stigmas in our community about, no, I don't want to talk to a counselor. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. But we got a guy who is a, a common sense counselor, a common sense counselor. We got a homeboy from the hood who can talk to us the way we would understand it. And that's Jay Little. And so now we just want to bring Jay here. And so Jay can inform us and teach us a little bit while we're on the show. Now, one of the problems I had, one of the things I didn't know was what was the difference between a psychiatrist, a psychologist, a counselor, you know, but Jay, maybe you can help us out. Tell us what's the difference between these things. Uh, so the short answer to that is first and foremost, a psychiatrist is an MD. So a psychiatrist is a doctor. So a psychiatrist is going to have to go to medical school. They're probably going to have a background in biology uh, and they can prescribe prescriptions. They can do evaluations. Um, and they can also do psychotherapy. So psychiatrists um, are, you know, pretty much, you go to those guys if you really have a deep-rooted mental issue, a deep-rooted mental issue. Uh, then there are psychologists. So basically, psychologists can provide psychotherapy, which is talk therapy, um, and they also can, they can also uh, evaluate. So they can evaluate and say, you know, this person is a paranoid schizophrenic. And that actually goes into a file from where it sticks. Um, the psychotherapy and evaluation. And then you have like counselors, social workers, therapists, things of that nature. And basically what we do is we can do, we, our primary tool is psychotherapy. Um, we can provide an initial diagnosis, but it's not anything that'll stay with you. You know, if we refer you out to a psychologist or a psychiatrist or something else, then they can make that final determination. But our primary tool is uh is psychotherapy. Does that make any sense? That makes sense for you? I think so. What what about you fellas? Yes, sir, yes, sir. What what's now now me personally, me personally, I got a preacher. Why I need to talk to you? Why why why, why as a black man, why, why do I need to go to a counselor? I got a preacher. You know what I'm saying? I got some homeboys, whatever. You know, a lot of this stuff I can keep I keep but I can keep inside me. I don't need you. Why, why, why I need to talk to you? Well, I will say this. There are two things. Um I got a stat and I got a two short stories. So yeah. number one, you want to talk to someone who is a professional. Um I know that, you know, pastors are professionals uh when it's talking about religion and when it's talking about God. Um I've been to a pastor before for counseling myself. Um and it was not what I expected. Um, so you want to make sure that you have someone that is trained in mental health counseling that can deal with the issues you have that is familiar with these things. Um, and I just saw uh, last week, you know, according to a fact sheet uh, done by NAMI, which is the National Alliance on Mental Illness, blacks who deal with mental illness and chemical dependency tend to look for help in churches, family, uh, family, primary care physicians, and other community institutions rather than seeking help from a mental health physician or a mental health professional. So they feel just like you. But, you know, if you come to someone like myself or, you know, a psychologist, psychiatrist, they're going to be able to pinpoint things that you have an issue with. Um, and, you know, you want to come to somebody, like I said, I'm not, trying, I'm not trying to say anything negative about anybody else. 
you really just want to come to somebody that can deal with the issues you have. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with going to your real. Uh, nothing wrong with talking to somebody. And as a matter of fact, the last story that I was going to tell was this. Um, I go to a church here in Columbus, South Carolina. Um, I was having a lot of issues in my life some years ago. And our pastor actually preached the message. Um, he has a background in counseling. Um, but he said, you know, he was talking about, you know, my lighter brothers going to look for a couch to sit on. But when it comes to my people, a lot of times we try to hold stuff in to keep that stuff in. And if you're a believer in God, you know, I'm not asking if you are yank. If you believe in God, you know, there are tools out there that you can use to better further your, to further your life. And one of the tools is someone that's a trained professional. Okay, okay. Appreciate that. Jay, I got a question for you. Okay. Why is there a negative, um, a negative connotation around uh, mental health professionals? Why do you think counselors, therapists, why do they have such a bad, um, such a, uh, a negative connotation around their profession and what they do? I think it's a couple, I think it's a couple of things. I think, uh, I'm going to try to make sure I get them. I'm going to try to make sure I get them all. Um, number one, nobody wants to be labeled. And I think that a lot of people believe that when you come to a mental health professional, you're going to be labeled and you're going to be looked at a certain way. You're going to be stigmatized. Uh, another thing is, especially in the black community, you know, we see ourselves as, you know, unicorns. We see ourselves, we can take everything. We went through slavery, uh, we've gone through racism, we've gone through a ton of things in this country, and we survive. You know, we are survivors. So a lot of times we've gotten things from our parents, our grandparents, and people way back, and they're saying, hey, man, you can handle it. And you can handle it, but it's going to leave an issue, and it might leave a mark, it might leave a scar. You know, there are some people, some psychologists and, and psychiatrists that are doing work right now, uh, and they're talking about how slave and race trauma may be passed through DNA going forward right now to some of us. So, you know, imagine that some things in your DNA with you from the very moment you were born are passed down because your great granddaddy got beat down, you know. So that, that that's a, I think that's a part of, you know, we, we, we think that we can handle anything and to an extent we can um you know but there's always a way and there's always options to deal with things better you know more you do more no better you know better you do better okay right i had one follow-up question what is what are some of the uh most common mental issues that you see in black men as i said and as everyone can see we're dealing with uh four Black men, what, what are some of the most common issues and mental health issues you come across with black men in general? So in general, the, the, well, the general stuff is going to be about the same for everybody. But the thing that we always have an issue with is just racial trauma. Uh, we're trying to deal with a whole lot of things we see from day to day. We're living, some of us are living two lives. You know, uh, some of us are trying to make it in two different worlds. Uh, we're not being balanced. Uh, it's depression as always, anxiety, uh, and feelings of self-love and self-worth. And there, there are a myriad of reasons, a ton of reasons why people go through stuff like that. But, you know, racial trauma is, is a really big thing in our community. And right now with what we have going on, you know, that stuff is at the forefront. We can see it. It's not just something we talked about that happened years ago anymore. It's in your face. So that, that's, yes, that's probably what I see. Yeah. Yes, sir. No doubt. No doubt. I got a question for you, Jay. So kind of sample scenario, um, you know, you kind of touched on kind of some of the common things that you deal with. 
but say, you know, um, black male, you know, working kind of just the average Joe family life. Um, and I have things going on in my life. What, at what point would you suggest for somebody to reach out or to assess, do some assessment to say, maybe, Hey, maybe I need to speak to someone, you know, because of this type of situation or whatever I'm dealing with. At what point, what type of assessment should someone get to that realization to say, you know, maybe I should talk to someone to kind of get me through this. Um, Honestly, and this is, again, it's going to sound simple, man, when you're uncomfortable with something, you know, if you're uncomfortable enough with it to know that there's an issue, go ahead and talk to somebody. Being a counselor, being a psychologist, psychiatrist, therapist, we all have a code of ethics. So, you know, if you come to me, so like, let's say you came to me, um, the first thing I'm not going to do is I'm not going to discount the problem that you had. But if there's something that, you know, may not take a long time to deal with, you're not going to sit there forever. You're not going to, you know, do a whole lot of stuff. I'm not going to hold you too long, but I'm also not going to, like I said, discount your problem. Um, there's no harm in asking. I think that's probably the best answer for that question. You don't want to wait until something gets to a point where you're not able to deal with it. If you think that, you know, if you, if you got a, you know, if you, if, especially when people deal with death, especially when people deal with death, you know, your grandma died, your cousin died, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, most of the time, that's a good time to deal with a counselor. You're probably dealing with and going through things and showing signs to your family and friends that you might not even be aware of. So the, if you are uncomfortable with your, your feelings, you know, if you are losing sleep, uh, if your eating habits have changed, uh, if the way you deal with people has changed, if people are telling you, hey, man, I, you know, I just want to check on you. You know, don't take those as don't take those as people being, you know, too much in your face all the time. Don't take those as, you know, somebody they just trying to get in my business. Somebody telling you that they, they care about you and they love you, love one, that might be a time you really need to take a second and say, hey, well, let me see what I do need to do. Okay. Cool. Well, you got you guys well, let me uh, let me another thing I kinda I'm kinda curious about uh what we want to bring up is when you deal with, all right, well, how, everybody got to work with a budget. You know, everybody got to work with a budget and work with a budget. And I think a lot of things, something that kind of scares people away from going to counseling is, I don't want to spend all this money in counseling. So, so what's, your, what's your answer to that? How do you work with that? Work with people's budgets, man. Let's, let's be honest, work with the money. That, that's a complex question, right? So uh, there's two there's two sides of it. And there, there are therapists on one side who deal, you know, we deal with it the same way. So we are, most good therapists are helpers by nature. Um, and we've been trying to help people all our lives. And we may have come into this profession, uh, we may have fell into it, we may have known we were going to do it for years. And one thing that we, uh, I'm going to say argue, we discuss within ourselves, even in therapy groups that I'm on, on Facebook, Instagram, stuff like that, people are always like, now, what do you think I should charge? Um, what do you think I should be charging for people who actually need help? There's always, almost always, um, an, an avenue for you to get help if you need it based on, based on uh, your budget. Now, the caveat to that is, you know, another part of that is we spend a lot of money on a lot of things. And we have to value our mental health 
It's just like we value everything else. You gotta pay, you know, you gotta pay a custom J's in the closet five fifty, and you telling me you can't pay, you know, fifty dollars a session. I mean, where's your value? Where's your value there? So that's that's another right. thing. But you know, there are, you know, I can think off the top of the head, the best place to go, honestly, if you are dealing with issues in your budget, man, your local state department. Um, your state department usually, especially here in South Carolina, the state department is going to deal with like a sliding scale. Um, so they're already going to deal with kind of, you know, where you are as far as your pay grade. Uh, and, and the other thing is they're never going to turn you away. You know, you could have an astronomical bill um, and they're not going to turn you away. Uh, so that would be the first thing. There are other new areas like there's this one, you know, because I, 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 I felt something within myself. I wanted to help, you know, people who can't deal with it. Now, it won't be free, uh, but there's this one uh, site, like if you don't have insurance, it's called Open Path Collective. Um, and they start out with sessions as low as like $30 for people that don't have therapists. Or you can talk to, or you can talk to a therapist in your area, you know, and just be honest with them. You know, they'll evaluate it for them. But, you know, almost every therapist I know has their own slide scale. And almost every therapist I know is seeing you know, probably one or two people for the low, for the, for the free, whatever the case may be. So, you know, and if they can tell that you really have an issue um, and they can tell that you really need help with being really genuine, the biggest thing is, again, just reaching out. But the last thing I'll say is this. I know it can be hard to reach out, number one. That's the first thing. And if you don't have the money or you think you don't have the money, that could be another whole, that could be something else you have to deal with in yourself just to reach out to somebody. But yeah, there's always an avenue to find affordable fare. Always an avenue to find affordable Okay. All right, Jay, I'm going to take this to the other side with kids. I work with kids. I'm a, I work in an elementary school and I coach high school football, basketball. What are some of the signs that we should be on the lookout for with kids that may be dealing with anxiety, depression, other mental health issues that may, that we may overlook because we have so many kids that we have to see per day. And I deal with kids that have what we call behavior issues mm. or those that are, um, that may be having some trouble in other areas. So what are some signs that I could be looking for that are kind of right there in my face that I may miss on a daily basis? Uh, so I guess, and you probably already know some of this stuff, and you probably already know this because, like I said, you deal with those kids. But you just want to look for changes in patterns. Um, you want to look for, you know, if a kid tells you, if a kid tells you, yeah, man, like if a kid comes out to you, and I know you're dealing with young people, so number one, it's already kind of like, I ain't going to say a crapshoot, but you know how young people are. We all young people right. at one point. You know, we smart at the mouth. We do a whole lot of stuff. But, you know, it, it can be challenging. But, you know, if they say they got, you know, like, you know, if somebody comes to you got family problems or, you know, you notice, you notice that they may be sleeping a little more in class or in detention, um, if they are not eating, if they've lost some weight, if they're being irritable, um, if they're being irritable, um, if they have different risk factors, if they've been caught, you know, like if a kid been caught with drugs for the first time, and it's like, man, I know you don't do that. You, you're not, you're not, you're not about you know, just right. different things. You're always just trying to catch that pattern. Because all, honestly, um, and I think the most therapists agree with this, most of what therapy is, is you're trying to correct patterns. You're trying to correct patterns of thoughts. You're trying to correct patterns of people's lives and correct patterns of people's actions. So you're just looking for patterns. Man. You're just looking for patterns. You know, like sleepy, 
irritable, you know, if they're telling you, you know, family stuff is happening, and you just notice in a general change. And I know, again, if you, like, you know, like, I, you know, my oldest niece, you know, she in college right now, she sleeps all day, and it is sick. It's sick, but you know that that's just that that is what it is. So you know, but make sure that that's not that that's something she do normally. So she's just a trip. Right. But you know, you're just looking for those patterns that's changing, basically. Changing, like uh, one thing that I noticed uh, with kids that may be having problems either in school or outside of school, it was a sudden change in their behavior. Mm-hmm. We have like some kids will come in and they were always on the ball, homework com- uh, turned right. in. Right. classwork, projects, yeah. but then all of a sudden, now they're having recess taken away. They're being mm-hmm. um, sent to ISS. They're being having to be sent to another teacher in a, on that grade level. So I have noticed some of those things, and, um, and I think you were right on with that, just from my observation, you know, in my eyes. So a sudden change in behavior usually means something is going on and that you may just want to check on it, even if it's not much. And one more thing I'll say, and this is something that frustrates me and sisters, and I can't say too much. I can't say too much because, you know, confidential and all that stuff. But especially with our folks, especially with our people, and I've seen this with my own two eyes, and you may have seen this too, you know, we have we have certain, like you got school psychologists, you know, they may say, you know, Lil Johnny, Lil Johnny got all the criteria for ADHD. But Lil Johnny going, right. you know, he he gonna be alright. You know, we gonna we gonna we gonna wait on Johnny. But if it's I'm, I'm getting pissed off saying it, like, but if it's Jamal, you know, nah, Jamal need to go straight down there and see somebody. We need to put a diagnosis on Jamal. So that's something that really upsets me. And as parents, especially, um, we need to really be vigilant in a part of our children's lives because. People will label your people the same thing you said that we talking about they're, they're afraid of. People will label your children. You know, I got a daughter right now, and we're trying to make sure, you know, she's got a developmental disorder uh, delay. Um, she was born as a preemie, but it's not, it's not, you know, anything that so far is not, you know, like autism, anything like that. Uh, so we're waiting on, you know, some evaluation. But I'm gonna be a daddy, and I'm I got I got a book, and I can read a book. So if you're telling me that this is something you see here. And you got to show it to me. It's got to be consistent. And I'm still going to be on you. And I'm still going to double check it later. So that's just the stuff that we have to deal with, man. You know, you know, it's interesting that, that you brought up book. I, I want to kind of, I want to sidebar just a little bit. I want to sidebar just a little bit because I think what you also do that's real valuable to our community and real valuable to us, you're, you're an author too. And, you know, you co-author uh, I mean, I authored two books, and if you could hold them up for us, you know, let let the people know what you have done and and where they can uh, buy these books to support you. Right, yeah. right, right. So this is uh, well, let me show you. This is my first book. Uh, it's called Love Story. Uh, it was uh, just basically like a little inspirational story. My first go out, um, just talking about a brother's love. The boy's name is Love, and I uh, just talked about his love for his family. He went through a tough time, and this is actually before I became a counselor, but it was uh, a lot of counseling in it just to tell him how to deal with it. Um, this is my second book, and my current book just released in January, called Young Brother, You Got It. And with this book, my goal was to provide positive affirmations for young black males. 
Um, and I really wanted to make sure that when black males see themselves, they can see something positive. And I'm just, uh, I'm really, I'm really excited about the amount of black authors we have now. Um, because when we was in school, we was kids, you know, I think my dad had, my dad might've got me one set of books with black kids in them or black people. You know, we learned about black history and all that, but there is not so much stuff as we have right now to get our kids at you know, and I really, I really did that. So I wanted to jump in myself and see what you can do. That's pretty good, Jay. I definitely will talk to you after we get off air so we can, um, I can definitely put that in my classroom, man. I appreciate that. And Jay, I just wanted to go to two points real quick. Um, so one thing you mentioned earlier about, um, you know, people not investing in themselves. Um, I thought that was really powerful. And um, that is one thing that, you know, in our community, we don't really do as well. Um, you know, we'll invest in other tangible things and not really invest in ourselves. And, and again, mental health is, is a real thing. It's a real thing that people deal with and uh, should be taken more serious. Um, but also too, I just want, uh, if you can kind of just elaborate a little bit more or, or just let the people know what are some, um, some avenues if they do find themselves, hey, maybe I do need to reach out to somebody, um, you know, what's a good starting point, you know, so that they don't kind of go stray the wrong direction, you know, should it be a psychologist, should it be a therapist or a counselor, just what, what's that starting point that would be good for them to start? Starting point is uh, go quick Google search, uh, look up therapists in your area. Um, there are some other, I'm going to try not, okay, so starting point would be a Google search, and I would say talk to a therapist. You can start with a counselor. They should be able to, you know, elaborate a little bit on if, you know, something may be, well, they're not, you know, we're not trying to scare you, so we ain't going to say, all right, serious, you need to go off, but you know, they can point you in the right direction. Uh, but there are other places like the National Institute of Mental Health. Um, see, we got uh, um, SAMHSA, uh, uh, the Mental Health Services Administration, the number for the Mental Health Services Administration is 1-800-662-HELP. Um, Another thing is like you got, especially if it's serious, so if it's suicide, uh, National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 1-800-273-8255, uh, Mental Health America, uh, and a couple others. And I'll tell you, I'll be real honest with you, uh, it's getting, it, it, it's really, I'm not going to say it's really good, but there are other avenues that we can take to take care of our mental health. You know, I know some of us like to go to Instagram, we like to look at the Instagram model. Right, look at slide, look at slide, giggle, look at slide, giggle. <laughs> That's another kind of therapy, right there. <laughs> That's kind of therapy, right? But like, but no, but like on Instagram, there are some really good sites or some really good accounts that really deal with it. Now, I give you a couple, like it's Black Men Heal, Melanin and Mental Health, uh, Mr. Philip Roundtree, Ford County, bang, Mr. Jason Wilson, Healing Wild Black and black self-care talk. So there, there are a lot of different options and there are a lot of different ways you can do it. And two, two more are apps that I actually have on my phone right now. Uh, one app is called Sanvelo, S-A-N-V-E-L-L-O. That's a mental health app. They have, a, they have an option for paying for it, but it's you know generally a free app and they give you some uh, mental health pushes and some mental health cues. And there's this one called Wisdo, W-I-Z-D-O. 
And that's a community of people who can help you and give you advice to help you through life's challenges. Not so much mental health, but it's still just getting some advice and talking to people that's supposed to care about the things that make. So it's a, it's a lot. You know, like I said, our world is different. It's a lot of ways we can get help out. Okay. Good now, stuff. Good stuff. Well, go ahead, so You said? No, I was just saying that's good stuff. Very powerful. I appreciate you. Okay. Now, you know, we got we got quite a few listeners, quite a few people who, who follow us and 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 um write to us and ask for advice. You know, we don't give we we get advice, you know, just uh <laughs> you know, we, we might not be professional advice. We give a little bit of common sense advice when we go into our mailbag. But what if somebody, you know, liked what you said and, and wanted to reach out to you? You know, they um, how, can, can can they reach out to you and ask you for advice or have a session with you? How, how would they do that? Absolutely. Um, they could uh, send me an email. My website is in production right now. It should be done next month, but I'll go ahead and get out the website. It'll be forwardcc.net. That's F-O-R-W-A-R-D-C-C.net. Uh, currently, my email is realrehabglobal at gmail.com. Uh, and I'll, I can actually, I can actually, if somebody, you know, makes a comment or sends y'all an email, then I can give y'all, I can give them my phone number if they reach out. So, yeah. Okay, well, we're definitely going to put your information in the, uh, you can check in the, check in the uh, the description on YouTube. If you, if you watch this on YouTube or if you listen on SoundCloud, we're going to have all your contact information there. You know, if someone needs to reach out and, you know, do, do you do now, now what do you do? Do you do sit down or do you do it over zoom or do you do it over the phone or currently uh, most of my, uh, well, all of my folks are zoom. Um, all of them are not zoom. Excuse me. Uh, I use a HIPAA compliant, uh, mental health, uh, mental health, telehealth. Um, and it's basically like what we're doing here, but there's no chance, there's supposedly no chance that somebody can hack in, get your information, find out all that stuff about you. Like we're talking right now, you know, there shouldn't be anybody, if me and somebody over Zoom, they shouldn't be, you know, they shouldn't be able to come in here and find that out. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So most of it is that. Um, I also do coaching. Uh, so my coaching is just coaches calls. Uh, but those are just calls on the phone. Uh, I really enjoy. I really enjoy those. Uh, but it's all pretty much Zoom. Um, excuse me, telehealth and calls. Um, if somebody feels they need to come into the office, um, I'm not going to stop from that. You know, like I said, we'll maintain safe distance. We try to be as careful as possible. Uh, like I said, I'm in the office with two other guys, uh, and they're still definitely they're definitely still seeing folks. You know, people are still having issues. Uh, COVID just exacerbated and made this thing a lot better. COVID, uh, there was a little low for a minute, but I think we're at the tip of the iceberg, or we're we at like a bubble. What this bubble is about to burst, as far as how people are going to be seeking mental health. So yeah, if you need, if you do need to come in, you know we're here for you, and we can uh, do that for you. Okay, okay. Um, I kind of hate that we're we're going back to this i should have asked you this earlier but man you kind of you kind of hinted at it earlier but how did you get into this man what what made you decide to get into this man i needed help um i uh i was working uh i was working in 
I was working in management for a company. I was working in management for a company. Um, and I realized quickly that I didn't feel fulfilled. Um, it was very high stress. It was very high stress. Um, and I just realized, you know, one day stuff was building, 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 building. And I just said, man, I got to take a break myself. And I was, like, I think I was telling LeBron, it might have been soft, but I think I was telling LeBron, thanks, sir. Um, you know, no, 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 it might have been soft. But anyway, you got to know where you done had enough. And I knew that I had enough. Um, and I went and saw somebody. I went and saw somebody. Uh, and it was like a breath of fresh air. And it was, it was funny because I hadn't seen a professional before. So I picked, the first time I did it, I picked a white therapist because I was not aware of the option. I wasn't aware of the option. Um, and he did a good job, but I, cannot, I, can, I can only imagine what I would have been able to share and felt comfortable sharing with somebody who looked like me, talked like me, walked like me, all that stuff. Um, but after we did that, you know, I started doing some internal work and started thinking about some things that I really want to do with my life. Um, and like I said, I, I, um, it was like, it really was like an opportunity to go back to school, kind of fell into my lap, like kind of fell. Uh, I wasn't looking for it after me and him got done with therapy. I wasn't looking for going back to school. It might have been like an ad or it might have been, you know, somewhere. I just remember I wasn't looking for it. Um, and it was like, you know, you got a program for mental health, you know, to get masters uh, for mental health. I went in the program and, you know, the rest is history. And right now I can tell you, like, I feel so fulfilled with what I do every day. Like I said, most therapists are just helpers by nature. And I've been giving myself a coach for years. Um, I've been giving advice for years, you know, listening to people's problems. Um, so it's always good to be able to do what you love to do and make, an, and make a living from it, and make a living from it. You know, you know that's, that's real interesting. You know, we, we um, as a RIP 28 podcast, you know it's about seven or eight of us usually together. And we kind of split it up, you know, based on different topics. But something that we talked about in one of our group meetings was uh, actually going to therapy. And, and I was surprised. I'm going to be honest. I was surprised because of the stigma that's in the black community about therapy. I was surprised that a lot of the brothers on the RIP 28 podcast, we have been through some issues and we've actually been to therapy. You know, a little bit of self-reveal about myself. When, when my oldest son passed away, um, it, it was something for me. I, I, I was going through a divorce at that time. And then my oldest son passed away. And I had an older coworker. He looked at me and he said, hey, man, you know, you need to talk to somebody. You, you need to sit down. You need to slow down. And you need to talk to somebody. And, and therapy was a, a, a great thing for me. And I know we, we, we've had some other experiences with the brothers on the show, too. And so for, for everybody listening, you know, everybody listening, hold it on. You, you ain't alone. <laughs> all right. That's right. That's right. No, I was just saying you, you ain't alone for, for those who listening. You ain't the only one going through it. I, I, I'm, I'm glad now that, like I said, in this day and time, like that we, we are, I think, getting to be more in touch with ourselves. You ain't no punk because you talk about your feelings. You dealing with your right. stuff, bro, and that stuff right. will kill you. That stuff will kill you. You know that's you know we deal with stuff that raises our blood pressure. You know, causes us diabetes. Right. It's all types right. of stress. That stress that goes on lives within your body, 
and pushes itself out and it manifests itself in other ways. And we need to stop. We need to go forward and leave all that, you know, you know, you can deal with it. If you can't deal with it, if you go to the gym and that's your therapy, great. But there are tons of us who do need to be seeing someone. There are tons of us. You know, I think um, I think I saw something, you know, last week that out of uh, that out of all the African Americans in the country, I wanna say I wanna say a few research, but all African American countries, you know, sixteen percent reported a serious mental illness or a mental illness last year. Sixteen percent. And it was more than like the cities of Houston, LA, and like another. That's a, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. And that's a lot of people dealing with stuff. And you need to deal with your stuff. And we really need to come together and have more avenues to deal with our stuff. Yeah, I think I think a uh, lot of uh, us, geez. a lot of times, we um we wait till we get to that breaking point, and then something snaps, and then sometimes you get in a situation you can't go back. So yeah, I think that's a good point. Deal with it early, then later. Late. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because we, we wait until it's too late, and now we can't go back and erase that mistake we've made. But, Jay, Sly made a point. He was talking about his son and the uh, traumatic experience he had, which leads to my point. I'm raising a young black male. So, you know, my anxiety levels are high now due to, like you said, the things that our country's going through, the things that we're seeing as black males. What are some of those positive things, positive affirmations that we can kind of use to kind of build our sons up? Not only our sons, but our uh, young queens as well, because this is a time we hadn't seen. When we were growing up, times were tough, but it was, I, I don't like to say, it's nothing like it is now. So what are some of those things we can say, some of those daily affirmations we can say to our kids before we let them off at school, daycare, or whatever it may be. And what are some things as a black father that we can do to ensure that our kids, not just our black males, but our queens as well, that they're stable in their mental capacity, their mental thoughts? You know, I think, I think I'm going to try to answer your question. I'm going to try. If I don't answer, just let me know. I think the biggest thing to fortify kids' minds is um, feed them positivity. Uh, as, as black, But as black parents, we also know that we have to Give them that real. You can't mm-hmm. sit up there and sugarcoat stuff because you're out there you have some food stuff happening. Um, so you feed them positivity. Um, and one thing in the therapy that I practice, you know, like I'm, I'm a behavioral therapist. So we focus on behaviors and reframing stuff. You know, the biggest things you want to do is take away the shoulds in life. Like, you, you know, a lot of our anxiety and a lot of our stress comes from us placing unrealistic or superficial expectations on things. So like, you know, if I'm saying I should have a great day today, you know, and, and later on when the day is crappy, you know, you bound in the dump to die. My goal, you can reframe that, my goal is to have a good day. So for those kids, you know, the first thing you want to do, obviously, is let them know that you love them, let them know that you're proud of them, let them know that you care about them, and let them know that you will be there for them. Those are the first things. Let them know that you, let them know that you, I'm your parent, and I love you. And the next thing is, man, just put their frame of mind and frame their words and frame your words for them as, you know, you will. So, you know, so like, let's say if you talk, if I was talking, you know, if I was talking to a young man or something, you know, like you talking to your son uh, or a daughter, whatever, you know, um, you would say, you know, I, I know 
I know that you can, instead of saying, I know you're going to be successful, you may know that that kid's going to be successful, but you can say, I know that, I know that success is possible because you will work hard, because you can work hard, because hard work brings success. You just reframe it. It's just reframing stuff. Don't put unrealistic expectations on stuff. Does that make sense? That it makes sense? a lot of sense. It's all about how you talk to them, the right. words you right. use, the positivity. Yeah, I got you. That sounds real good. Right. Um, we try to make sure we do that every day and let let the kids know, even as they come through the hallways, even if you're having a bad day, there's someone in this school building that you can find that cares enough about you to sit down and hear you out and hopefully direct you and your thoughts and your behaviors in the right way. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely on board with the positive informations and, and uh, confirming that we do love you and we care about you and we want to see you succeed. Oh, man, man. We are we kind of running, running up against the time. But um, but we 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 want to make sure that this isn't a one stop shop. This isn't your last time here, Jay. I think I think I speak for for all the brothers on the Rip Twenty Eight podcast when we say we we want you back because I think we just skimming the top of this thing right here, man. And, and we love the contribution that that you're giving to us. You know, helping us strengthen our, our mental our mental health, man. You know, helping us strengthen that. You know, you can work out in the gym, get all your muscles ready. But, you know, there's some, some other muscles, some other strengths you need to build up also. And we, we want to thank you. Thank you for, for taking some time out and talking with us, man. So we're going we're gonna to get out of here. But before we go, man, we'll give you one more time, man, to, to put your information out there, man. Let, let the world know, you know, how can we reach out to you to, 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 get, this, to get this good uh, – Good information. How do we reach out to you? Uh, once again, like I said, my website should be up next month. Um, it'll be forwardcc.net, F-O-R-W-A-R-D-C-C.net. Uh, if anybody wants to reach out, uh, if anybody reaches out to one of y'all, I'll give y'all my phone number. Uh, and, and currently, you can email me. It's uh, realrehabglobal at gmail. And it's R-E-A-L-R-E-H-A-B. G L O B A L at gmail.com. And I'll be happy to talk to anybody and find out what we can do together. And if they want to get that book, how do they get your book? Amazon, just search for it. Young brother, you got it. Or love story to talk to them. There you go. There you go. LeBron, you got anything to say before we get out of here? Man, the only thing I want to say is take care of your mental health. It's important. It triggers and it, it, it triggers other things in your life. It, it, it causes stress that's not needed when you have guys and, and ladies like Jay that are out there to help you. It does not, does not make you crazy or have something, mean something is wrong with you. Reach out, man. Take care of yourself just like you take care of your Jordans. Gotcha, gotcha. What about you, Mike? Yeah, just one thing. Uh, well, two things. I just want to point out also as a resource for those that are listening. Um, I believe there are also, um, you know, African-American uh, frats and sororities that that do also have initiatives that give awareness to mental health. Um, and hopefully I can we can maybe kind of put some of those resources in the comments, too, for people to um, be able to go to. Um, but also, too, um, you know, I know we talked a lot about, you know, our community as African-Americans, but um, I also just want to make sure that P 
people understand, you know, you don't have to necessarily go to, you know, a black therapist or whatever. The main point is whether black, white, Asian, whatever, you know, if you need help, man, just find it somewhere, you know, don't, don't be scared to, uh, you know, look as if you're weak or, you know, you don't want people to be in your business. But the main point is, you know, do that self assessment. You know, if, like Jay said, if you're uncomfortable, how you're feeling, um, habits are changing, you know, just reach out to somebody and just start the conversation. That's all I got. Oh man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, that's going to be it for the podcast today, but once again, we'd like to thank you guys for joining us here on the RIP 28 podcast. You know, it's a space where some brothers can get together and we're going to talk about something you like. We may talk about something you don't like, but we're going to keep on talking about it, whatever it is. All right, we're going to get out of here, but we're going to let freedom is going to be the name. But since we're talking about mental health and mental freedom, uh, our music for the day is brought to you by Hero. It's uh, called Freedom. We're going to ride out to that one as we go. Thank you. So all I can see is a bunch of mini me's People is killing me, really, though, y'all some lame actors On a bar on the chain, playing the slave master Pray to heavenly father